What's up, everybody? Welcome to Not Your Average Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, a.k.a. TG. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Independence Day. My favorite holiday of the year. Um, I tried to make everything in this episode basically American. There might be one thing that's not particularly American, but that's okay. You know? And we'll work with that moving forward, right? But happy 243rd birthday, America. Um, so let's get to the news then, shall we? That flag clothing that we're buying and wearing for the 4th of July is technically illegal under the U.S. flag code. Which is interesting because then I'd probably, I'd definitely be arrested. But oh well. Um, but who, wow, that's one of those things that's just deep in the rules of America that you just don't know unless you're actually up to date with it. I mean, they're not going to arrest anyone for that, but it's technically illegal. So, um, but you know, if you want to wear flag clothing, wear flag clothing. I don't. I, I dare someone to arrest someone wearing flag clothing. Um, like, if you want to go to a soccer game or a U.S. soccer game with the American flag stuff on it, like, go for it. I can just. I mean, no one's going to tell you no. It's you're supporting your country and your team. I mean, that's that's just what it is. I mean. I understand why it's technically illegal, but I don't, you know, I don't want to see anything happen because of this, you know. Um, but, you know, it's, it, you know, if you want to wear flag clothing, just go for it. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, all right? Do what you want. Do what makes you feel awesome. Um, but this might be the least American thing I got, but I know there's a percentage of Americans that like Taco Bell out there, but some Taco Bell restaurants are facing tortilla shortages. Uh, we, uh, that's not, that's definitely not good. Um, you can't be, I mean, as Taco Bell, you can't have that as Taco Bell. I mean, Taco Bell relies on tortillas. Um, you know, like they rely on that. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, we'll have to see what's going on moving forward. Um, but you know, tortilla, um, that's definitely a problem for some Taco Bell restaurants. I mean, there's over 7,000 in the world or U S I don't remember, but regardless, um, you would think they would fix this pretty quickly, hopefully. Um, because Taco Bell can't afford to be, um, running out of stuff, you know? Um, I mean, I personally love Taco Bell. I don't I mean, it, yes, it's Mexican food. Barely. But, um... 
this just seems like a problem that they, they're going to have to fix relatively quickly or things could go very south very fast. Um, but we'll have to see moving forward. Who knows? Um, all right, so Max Force Launch Coaster. This is an out. This is a new coaster, a roller coaster. Goes zero to seventy-eight miles per hour in less than two seconds at Six Flags Great America in Illinois. Um, what's more American than going fast? I mean, really. Um, zero to seventy-eight miles per hour. Good lord. Personally, I know that my glasses would fall off easily for that, but you know, um. <laughs> Shoot, my glasses fell off for uh, the Intimidator 305 at uh, King's Dominion. Um, but. Getting a little off topic there. Um, but what's more American than that? And this is, that's all before you even get to a drop or an inversion. You just go straight to 78 miles per hour in less than two seconds. It's like Flight of Fear. Oh, I love Flight of Fear at King's Dominion. Oh, man. Flight of Fear is so fun. I wonder how, how fast does that launch you? Zero to 54 miles per hour. Wow, that's nothing then. Flight of Fear is awesome. <laughs> But Mac, this Max Force Coaster sounds like a force to be reckoned with, and that sounds like the most American roller coaster that I've ever heard of, really. Um, I love the sound of that. Um, zero to 78, like I said, man, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> Watch out for that whiplash, though, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> we'll have to see if there are any Injuries or um, problems with the ride as we move along, but you know we'll keep we'll keep tabs out if to see if they have anything going on wrong. Um, a veteran-owned company releases Betsy Ross flag shirt after the Nike controversy. Um. And uh, I talked a little bit about this yesterday, I think, with the Nike flag shoes. Yes. Um, I don't really see it as a problem with... I understand what Kaepernick is saying about the, what the flag stood for. Or the time it represented, I, I guess, rather. Um, but... I don't think that they should have pulled those shoes. They looked pretty cool to me. Um, but I'm glad at least that someone's releasing the, or, or someone's sticking with it because of this. Um, you know? Um, but. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> Um, but you know, we'll just have to see what happens. Um, 
I'm glad. I'm like I said. I'm still glad that at least someone released something, and they're they're def- I mean, veteran-owned company. They're not going to back down just because of Kaepernick. So, um, they're they're definitely going to stick with their guns and keep the the shirt out. You know, they're they're not going to have any problems with this whatsoever. So, good for them. Now we know Americans love alcohol. Um, a Jim Beam warehouse was filled with 45,000 barrels of bourbon um, caught fire. <laughs> this is that's a tragic moment right there. Um, but uh, I think we need to have a moment of silence for that Jim Beam warehouse. What do you think? <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, This is a sad story for people, especially the people that love Jim Beam. Um, no, they have obviously more warehouses than just the one, but I mean, if Jim Beam is stupid enough to have their only warehouse, if only one warehouse with 45,000 barrels of alcohol or bourbon, excuse me, to be more specific, um, then we got to talk about other problems besides this man. Um, just saying. Um, but you know, uh, those those that alcohol is not coming back, and we're gonna have to the people that work there are gonna have to face that. The people that drink Jim Beam are gonna have to face that. Um, really in. To wrap it up, all the, all of this is fine. It's just they lost forty five thousand barrels. They have more, but it might be a little less Jim Beam out in the world after that incident. But that's okay. Um, so I hope you all left out uh, cookies and milk for Captain America last night. Um, CNN had movies to celebrate America, and one of them was Captain America, the first Avenger. So watch Captain America, the first Avenger, because I know it's on FX tonight at seven. Um, but watch it if you want to celebrate America and watch a good, good well, a okay superhero movie. I mean, Captain America, the first Avenger has just been overshadowed by the rest of the MCU movies at this point that <laughs> it has to be down on the pole, even though it's a decent movie, you know, but anyway, go big for the 4th of July today. Everyone enjoy the fireworks, the food and everything in between. Um, and don't forget where this came from. 243 years ago, we signed a document saying screw off England. Um, we don't need you anymore. We're, we can be our own country. And we've had, we, we've had our run of ups and downs for sure. Um, but, you know, I don't think there's really anything wrong with this. You're going to have times that are good and you're going to have times that are bad. Um, it's just... Can we continue to get better as we move forward? That's the main thing. 243 years of a country 
that's been through some adversity, been through hard times, and always finds a way to bounce back. And that's why I'm proud to be an American, just so you know. Um, but anyway, on to the sports that deal with America, for the most part. Um, Women's World Cup recap. The U.S. was waiting to see who they played, and Sweden and Netherlands game went to extra time yesterday. But the Netherlands um, scored a game-winning goal in the 99th minute. So, your third-place match on Saturday at 11 a.m. on Fox, England versus Sweden. England should win that game. They're the better team. But Sweden may give them some problems. Um, but we'll preview that on Saturday, even though it's meaningless. Um, the final, now the final is set. Sunday, 11 a.m. on Fox, the U.S. versus the Netherlands. The, the U.S. should can easily win that game. Um, I don't really think there's much that the Netherlands can do at this point. I mean, the U.S. will have played four straight European opponents in the knockout stage. Five, if you want to count Sweden at the end of the group stage. But um, really, it's just a shame. I think the U.S. is well on their way to their fourth um, fourth star, fourth World Cup. But We'll have to see about that. Um, and we'll, like I said, we'll preview this on Saturday and Sunday when the games come around. Because, you know, we have two days without so- or soccer. Building up for the biggest weekend of soccer ever. <laughs> really, one of the biggest weekends of soccer that I could ever remember. Sunday will be the biggest day of soccer that I have ever seen. World Cup final, Gold Cup final, Copa America final. It's insane the amount of quality that you're going to see on Sunday in finals. But, you know, we'll have to see what happens moving forward. Um, but let's go to the Gold Cup. Mexico is waiting in the Gold Cup final, and the U.S. played Jamaica last night. Oh, this is one of those weird games. So, the U.S. came out on firing on all cylinders in the first 15 minutes, getting a goal from a beautiful team play from Bradley to Reggie Cannon, and then Weston McKinney put in the goal. So, um, the U.S. was up one nothing, and then in the 16th minute, there was a lightning delay, so we had to get everyone off the field in Nashville and blah, blah, blah. So we had a 90-minute weather delay that completely destroyed the momentum the U.S. was had. Um, but, um, I mean, at fr- when they first came out, the U.S. looked like normal. They came out firing. But, the problem in the end, Jamaica did finally start to grow into the game. 
but not before the U.S. scored their second goal thanks to a Christian Pulisic rebound goal. Um, Jamaica did score a goal after that. It was two to one, and I got a little. I got. I'm not gonna lie to you. I got nervous. I was like, please no. If I'm gonna stay up till one o'clock to watch this game, please let's not go to extra time or penalties. Let's win it here, finish the job, and go to bed. <laughs> um, thankfully, Christian Pulisic scored another rebound goal to make it three to one, and the U.S. walked away the winner. Oh man, I forgot to do the stats. Um, back to the Netherlands, Sweden for a second. The Netherlands out attempted Sweden fifteen to eleven. Netherlands only had four corners to Sweden's 12. 57% ball possession for the Netherlands, 75% pass accuracy to Sweden's 68%, and two yellows to Sweden's one. Okay, so there's your Sweden-Netherlands stats, U.S.-Netherlands for the title. Got that. Um, The stats in this U.S.-Jamaica game. The U.S. was outshot 16-18, to but the... That looks deceiving unless you look at the on-target shots, which Jamaica didn't really have any. So the U.S. was better being on target and making Andre Blake have to do something. The U.S. had 51% ball possession, 93% pass accuracy to Jamaica's 81%, and two yellow cards to Jamaica's three. Um, This got chippy. Um as I expected it to, because we've been forming a little rivalry with Jamaica quietly. Um, anyway, sorry, I got caught up in the music. Happens from time to time. Um, but, so the U.S. moves on to the Gold Cup final, and we finally, for the first time in eight years, in 2011... We get a U.S. Mexico Gold Cup final. <clears throat> this is the rivalry for the U.S. No other team will come close to matching the rivalry with Mexico. And a lot of these kids, I don't think, have played in a U.S. Mexico game. I say kids. Michael Bradley's not a kid. Michael Bradley had one of the. Awesome this goal. He had a very Carly Lloydish like goal against Mexico at the Estadio Azteca. I still remember that goal. That goal was amazing. Um, but anyway, on Sunday, the U.S. will take on Mexico at 9:15 in Chicago at Soldier Field for the rights to call themselves the Concacaf champions. And it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game. This is this might be the this might be the highest I've thought about the Americans going into a game against Mexico. I feel like the US actually has a shot here against Mexico. Normally I would be like, no, Mexico's gonna beat us or something along those lines, you know. Um uh, do we have a history for this? There we go. 
So we've met, this is the sixth time the U.S. and Mexico have met in the Gold Cup final. Mexico has won all of them except for the 2007 Gold Cup final. Mexico's come out scoring, mostly. Um, Haha, the U.S. won the first ever U.S.-Mexico matchup in May of 1934. Mexico's very heavily in... We didn't start getting wins until 1994. We beat them two nothing in Columbus Crew Stadium, two thousand one. We beat uh, Mexico one nothing last September in Nashville. We drew in Aztec Estadio Azteca in two thousand seventeen. Wow, we have not played each other in almost a year. Wow. Man, we don't play each other that much. We can play each other once a year, it seems like. <laughs> the U.S. is trying to put pull the series back towards them, but um, this rivalry is one of is, – is very intense. You will never forget playing in, in U.S.-Mexico. Um, one of the greatest U.S. moments in this rivalry was Dos Acero. And we will probably be chanting that. Hope. I mean, I know the stadium is going to be heavily Mexican favor, but the U.S. fans need to show up and need to represent this team because this is a massive game. So you got to be up for this. Um, but anyway, moving on to the USA Softball International Cup. The USA under-19 team suffered their first two losses of the tournament, losing to Mexico 6-0. And then they lost to the U.S. senior team 5-1 in 10 innings. So they gave the senior team some fits. Um, the USA under-19s are 4-2 and two now. Um, also, the... Um, the USA senior women's senior team is now is five and zero. So they're looking cruising towards a potential spot in the championship game on Sunday. Another big game on Sunday. You know, no big deal or anything. Um, um but today. There's only one game for each today. The U.S. under-19 team takes on Scrapyard Fast Pitch at 12.30. This is taking place in Georgia, by the way. Um, And the USA senior team takes on Chinese Taipei at 7 on ESPN2. So what better way to celebrate America than watching American softball at 7 on ESPN2? You know, that's what I'm going to be doing while I'm hearing fireworks outside my house. (laughs) Um, But anyway, the NFL, the best sport, according to Americans, won't punish Zeke for the altercation with a Vegas security guard. And that's fine, I guess. I don't 
really see much of a problem with that. Um, I mean, Zeke's already served the suspension for something before. I forget what that incident was, but um, but Zeke, uh, the Cowboys need Zeke first and foremost. Um, but we'll we'll see if anything else happens going forward. Um, if you remember way back when I talked about Colleen Sullivan, the runner who scored the championship winning run for UCLA in the final. She is, we announced where she's transferring to now. She's going to Texas. She's leaving a national champion to go to Texas. I don't, I I don't know how that's going to work for her. Um, UCLA is losing a couple people through seniors. Rachel Garcia is going to have to be the woman again next year if they want to win. But don't count out Framo. Framo's a absolutely outstanding backup option at pitcher. Rachel Garcia was just the girl in the tournament. Um, but you remember American Coco Golf? She is through to the third round of Wimbledon in straight sets. This 15-year-old might actually do some damage here at Wimbledon. I'm telling you, man. You gotta be ready. It's getting it's getting crazy out there. Um <laughs> Sloan Stevens is through to the third round. Serena doesn't play until eleven fifty. I still can't believe Serena Williams is playing with Andy Murray and mixed doubles. That's just crazy to me. But how about Coco Gauff, though? 15 and in the third round at Wimbledon. What an impressive woman. She might turn out to be the next Serena Williams. She brings that intensity for the rest of her career. Um, don't mean to jump ahead of myself there, but that's a possibility. Um, Steven Strasburg, pitcher for the Washington Nationals, he threw the immaculate inning against the Miami Marlins. And if you don't know what that is, that's nine pitches, nine strikes, three strikeouts. That's what it means. It's very hard to do. You don't see it very often in baseball, that's for sure. But to be fair, <laughs> I will bring this a little bit home. Um, he he did it against the Marlins, and the Marlins are garbage. Um, I just want to say they are garbage. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Hmm. <laughs> Wow, the Marlins and Nationals are playing early today. Hey, who plays a game at 11 a.m. on the 4th of July? What kind of crap is that? Come on now. Um, But still, Steven Strasburg, he did great yesterday. I think. I don't know. 
he did great for at least that inning anyway. I don't know how he did after that. I didn't keep up with his performance yesterday. This may be hard for you to believe, but I don't keep up with the Nationals. What? No. That's crazy talk. Um, but... But anyway, moving on to our last topic of the day, the home run derby bracket was released. This Christian Yelich versus Vlad Jun- Vladimir Guerrero Jr. That might be freaking amazing to start the home run derby. Um, that's a that's an awesome matchup right there. Oh, Vlad Jr. beats the crap out of Yelich. Just saying. Um. Alex Bregman versus Jock Peterson. That should be a pretty good one, too, but I think Jock Peterson will win that. So it would be, so I think Yelich will win. I hope Vlad Jr. wins. So it would be Yelich versus Peter, Jock Peterson in the semis. In which case, I would pick um, Jock Peterson. Um. Pete Alonso versus Carlos Santana. I think Pete Alonso wins that, even though Carlos is in his home stadium. Josh Bell versus Ronald Acuna. I would take Ronald Acuna, and I I I would put Pete Alonso versus Jacques Peterson in the final. And I'm gonna give it to Pete Alonso. I think Pete Alonso is gonna take the home run derby. Um. So, we'll see how that works out. The Home Run Derby is Monday on ESPN. So, we'll see how that works out then. But anyway, celebrate the 4th of July, everyone. Have Enjoy it with fireworks, food, and everyone. Thank you for listening today. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow with new content.